All right, so the question Drew and I get asked every single day is how do you start a podcast? When we were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we both had so many questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen to? And most importantly, how do we make money from our podcast? The answer is simple. Anchor. Anchor is your one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all people, it's 100% free and it's ridiculously easy to use. Even Drew can use it. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, guys, that's exactly what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join me and Drew and the whole diverse community of podcasters around the world that are already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. We can't wait to hear your podcast. tuned in to the follow through with clips and drew yeah november 10th we're doing something a little different today drew yeah it's 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 too early it's a little early for drew he's not up he's normally not up at this time we mm. normally start our podcast about nine ten o'clock at night how i like it normally we have a nice cold beer in our hand while we're doing it but today we got some coffee yeah um i'm on my third cup so if i talk too fast i apologize no that's all right people need the energy in the morning we're gonna cover few things today we're going to cover NBA basketball we're going to talk about some shit that's not NBA basketball but uh first things first you know if you you, you listen to our podcast you know that we really really love 30 for 30 on ESPN oh, it's one of the greatest inventions of all time in television history I was really excited about the Ric Flair the nature boy oh yeah that one came out this week, right? That was out this week. Oh, what a hell of a show that it was. was. So, if you don't know The Nature Boy, I mean, this is during the prime of wrestling. This is when wrestling was great. In the 80s, baby. 80s was great. The story that he told was was great. And we're not going to be on this for a while or for a long time, but there was something interesting, Drew, that I wanted to tell you about. We're talking about Ric Flair, by Rick, the way. The Nature Boy fucking Flair. Woo! Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, uh, the story about Ric Flair is awesome, and, and it kind of relates to me in a way. Um... Vern Gagne, who was his mentor, the person who taught him how to yeah. wrestle. He's a legend in, in, in wrestling. Yeah. Um, they talk about Vern Gagne for a while, and it's important to me because my best friend, who, if you guys follow me, you know, was Lorenzen Wright. Yeah. His middle name was Lorenzen Vern Gagne Wright. No, no, almost nobody knows this, I bet. They don't. Yeah. I don't well, they do, I don't think they know the correlation. Right, yeah. Um, Lorenzen's grandmother was a huge... 
uh, wrestling fan. You, you, I went to many wrestling events with them, and you should see this old woman at a wrestling. Oh, that's wrestling so match. awesome! It was crazy, but you know, I just thought it was special with the Vern Gagne. And uh, what's crazy is I, you know, I, it was Lorenzen's birthday on November fourth, so mm-hmm. I, I did a big post about it. He would have been forty-two years old, and the reason why we're doing the podcast this early today is because. We found out this morning. If you don't know the story about Lorenzen, I mean, you can Google and read the whole story, but uh, he was murdered in it's July. a tragic tale. Yeah, it's, it, it was a tough time in my life, his family's life. Um, he was murdered in July of 2010. Um, no no leads, no nothing. Nothing has come of it. Yeah, it was just kind of a cold case, right? Cold. No, and they were able not able to put the blame on anybody. Nobody would talk. Nobody. It's just been a, It's been rough, and it's, it's time for his family and his friends and all of us to get some closure. But this morning I woke up. To text messages from a lot of people, they had found the gun, one of the guns, in a in a lake in Mississippi. Drew the murder weapon. Uh, they they think it is. There's a reason. I, to me, what this means is somebody's talking. Like somebody said, if you right. want to find this gun that killed this man, it's um, over this way. Right? Yeah, go look in this lake. And they, I guess they were going to drain the lake, but they put some divers in and um, they found it. So wow. Yeah, Drew, we've been waiting for this for a long time, and I think that uh, I think. Some answers are finally going to come out. I hope so. And if you, if you guys don't know the story, please uh, Google Lorenzen Wright and find out about it. Um, we yeah. don't have enough time in this. No, it's a crazy story. But hey, that's awesome though. I hope yeah. they I hope they keep finding more information out. Um, on to other things. Yeah. Big burglar brand is in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Big bankruptcy brand is in trouble. Oh my God! What's going on with that, Drew? What's going on in yeah. China right now? Well, yeah. So for those that haven't heard this, I, most people should know this by now. But UCLA made a, a trip east to China, the Foggy to, Coast, to host. Yeah, exactly. The, to host um, a couple games over there in China, help help build the UCLA uh, brand over there. I think Georgia Tech was the team that they were playing. They they flew in there a couple days early to get used to uh, you know the place and to probably do some sightseeing I would imagine, and um, apparently right next to the hotel that they're staying at the UCLA team and Georgia Tech team there is a really nice Louis V store Louis Vuitton store, which is cool. It's China. I'm surprised there's not one of those on every corner, and uh, apparently a couple of the boys from UCLA got a little handsy, including Leangelo. He was one of three guys named um, in shoplifting scandal. Where sunglasses, someone, Louis V. They boosted, shades. They boosted some shades, which is fucking dumb. How dumb are you to do that in China, where they don't fuck around? They don't fuck around. This dude. isn't like mall cops come and be like, "Oh, yo, where's the sunglasses? Or we're gonna we're gonna have a shoplifting case here." No, this is fucking China, man. They put people in prison for for saying the wrong for thing. less than that. Yeah, and uh, I think so. When it first came out, Drew, I was more of like, "Nah, dude, like this, we don't have the whole story." You know, right, like, right. What is, what the fuck does Leangelo Leangelo need to do, or why would he need to, to jack shades? The dude drives a two hundred thousand dollar Ferrari to to college. Yeah, I, that's just so strange to me. So. My, my thoughts is at least because uh, we don't know, we still don't know as far as as far as I've heard. We don't, we they haven't identified the person that mm-hmm. took it, but I'm hoping it wasn't him because he can afford those. Like <laughs> can afford them, and you know what? You know what though? Like I think in China, Drew, like they're not just gonna arrest you on suspicion. Like there are cameras everywhere in China, in your hotel, in the in the in the elevators, yeah. everywhere that you go, you're being watched. So I don't think. That these guys would just there's like some conspiracy theory like yeah. they just wanted to get these get these guys in trouble and also they're standing out like a goddamn sore thumb in that place they're, probably wearing UCLA sweatsuits they're the only three boys that are above 
fucking six feet right. in the whole place. So it's like, dude, like you're already going to be able to be pointed out of a crowd immediately. Nevertheless, when you go into a store where they have cameras littered with all over the place in that Louis Vuitton store. It just sounds so dumb. And I was talking to a couple dudes that played college basketball yesterday. And it's like they, they had made kind of a case of like, dude, when you're in college, like, and especially like if you're in a foreign country and there's really not much to do, like they're like, sometimes you get bored. And, right. you, and and you're like, let's see if we can get away with this, you know. But it, you got to be smarter than this, people, because this can ruin. This could literally ruin your whole career, you know. Yeah, like you can get blackballed real quick. Like nobody. First of all, nobody wants to deal with your pops, anyways. Right. You know. And from what I heard, he wasn't even going to be in the rotation in the game. It's the game supposed to be tonight. Yeah. Or it's already being played right now. Right. It's, it's supposed, supposed to be supposed Friday to be like night over right there. Right now. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you know. And so you, these are little things that can really ruin, especially. When your brother's not doing too well, okay? <laughs> yeah. uh, your little brother's not doing too not well. Not playing high school basketball. And nobody likes your pop. So what, what, what does this do for the Big Burglar brand? No, Drew? man. I, 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 well, certainly the brand is not shaping up, I think, that the way that the Ball family was hoping for it to do at, <laughs> at this point. Um, but I really, though, like this is the dumbest thing that that man could have done. He is the lowest ranked recruit of this year for UCLA. So already coming off of that, he's probably not looking to, to be in the rotation like you mentioned. Uh, he's certainly – I don't think there was in any plans that he was going to start this no, year for God, UCLA. No, no. So, like, he's risking a lot by doing this stupid shit. And he might not even – he might not even – I don't even think he was the guy that stole. I don't but think I he think was either. It's, I think if you're, you know, you're, you're part of that party that does it, I think you still get in trouble. Yeah, absolutely. And, and um, you know, in China, they don't fuck around. You don't get a phone call. You don't get bailed out. Like you don't. It's get, a different system. It's a totally different system. You can go to jail for two, two to ten years. They say, and I guess they're not in jail right now, but they're no. sequestered at, at the hotel. I was so we haven't heard. I haven't heard any updates about this. Mm-hmm. I I did hear like uh, maybe two days ago that they were able to go back to their to their hotel with the team. Uh, apparently, all, Steve Alford was there the whole time with them, so that's good, and that's what you want as a parent. You want your coach when when shit goes down. You want your coach to actually be there and well, Lavar's out there too. They LeVar, do is there. LeVar is there. Lavar is there because they have their uh, Facebook show that they're doing. Oh, that's uh, right. So they brought the camera crews and everything awesome for that. Show they're doing. And um, yeah, right, yeah, because I, I go on Facebook and watch TV now. <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. So that, that's that's really really fucking stupid. Um, hopefully, I mean, no, we don't want to see anyone locked up in no. Chinese jail. No. Uh, so hopefully, all three boys will be exonerated. Uh, I think as long as they return the fucking sunglasses, should be square one, right? Bottom line is just do better. Think better, people. Come on, dude. And uh, UCLA, no more trips to China now. Yeah, no, Once. you're done. Hey, but since we're on one ball, no. can we get to the second ball, brother? Your boy. Lonzo. Lonzo Ball. Yeah. Who is turning out, to me, Drew, he's turning out, he's not He's not the guy. He's not the guy right now, Drew. He's certainly not. They're uh, saying bust, Drew. They're saying bust. Well, no, that's, again, dude, that's so early. Like, uh, I mean, he could have a terrible year, entire year this year, and I still wouldn't put him in the bus category until, until you know, two, three years down the road. That doesn't, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think it's still, me- he came out and finally said it after that Portland game, uh, that that it is mental right now. His jump shot. It's that's affecting. An easy cop out, though. It's that's affecting his 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 uh, his confidence, and I, I think that's also being real. Like, yeah. I, I Lonzo doesn't doesn't mess up with words usually. He doesn't. He's an over talk. He's he's actually quite. That's true. He's a pretty quiet kid. So when he does these these post game or pre game uh, press conferences, he usually answers questions right to the point. Uh, and for the, for the fact that he admitted it, I think is it's something that he needed to say just for even just for himself. 
to get that out there. You think it's his form? I mean, everybody's talking about they got to switch his form. I, I don't. I think there's a lot of players that have really fucked up forms. I mean, think about Kevin Martin. Yeah. You know, Kevin Martin's the perfect example. But he's a, he was a great shooter. He was a great scorer. Yeah. But the thing that I'm seeing though, Drew, is is what they're they're talking about how this dude just was so confident and so aggressive in college. Yeah. And we're not seeing that in the NBA. Talking right now. trash. Yeah. Uh, and, celebrating, dunking yeah, on people. Yeah. I, I can't remember the last time he tried to dunk a basketball. Well, he tried to do a layup you know, against Boston. Yeah. Got that smart, shit beat Marcus up. Smart, yeah. You know, and, and going against Kyrie Irving is no joke. See, so here's a, here's the reason why I'm, I'm hesitant to say bust is because his game overall, like when you look at his numbers and and the, and the way that he plays. It's not uh, make or break because he's missing his shot. Because he still is averaging like six rebounds, six assists, and like two blocks he's a, a game. He's a big guy, though. A couple Drew, steals. He's 6'5". 6'6", six, 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 actually, six. yeah. So my point is is that even if even if the struggles of scoring still continues, if he still produces um, in the other uh, aspects of the game, I'll still regard him as not being a bust. Granted, he's not living up to the hype that we were hoping that he would, and, and, and the level the of play that he would That's bring. the media's fault. That's his pop's fault. Yeah, it's, yeah. He is. He's playing decently. He's yeah. not, I mean, he's doing what rookies normally do. But exactly. When you compare him to these other rookies, let's talk about De'Aaron Fox up in Sacramento, who hit his first jumper last night or first game winner last night. It's the follow-through with Clips and Drew. As we left off in the first segment, we were talking about rookies. Yeah. De'Aaron Fox is my guy. De'Aaron Fox is looking pretty good these days. I mean, he's, he's, he, was, he was Lonzo's kryptonite. I always said that in college. And, and it just seems like a lot of these guys are adjusting to the NBA really well. Mm-hmm. De'Aaron Fox, I mean, Ben Simmons is probably the most ready of rookies that I've seen in a long time. That dude is very, very good. He is every every guy I talk to that has any kind of knowledge in basketball all say that there's nothing wrong, bad to say. No. about Ben Simmons. Yeah, he plays the game like it's supposed to be played. He doesn't seem to force anything. He's not really trying out there too hard to to, to show like I can score over anybody. He's he, playing his game. Yeah, he takes the game as it comes to him, which is something that a lot of NBA rookies learn later in their career. They try sometimes they try to force it too much. But he's looking fantastic. He's doing whatever he wants on the floor. Six ten point guard. How do you guard that? No. He can do. It. He can do it all. Yeah. Like he's except got for him. he can't really shoot it from the outside, but he doesn't need not to. Not when you need to. Not you know. He kind of reminds me. I mean, not the same, but he reminds me of Blake his first year when he came out, or second year because he was hurt his first year. Mm-hmm. But and Blake wasn't shooting jumpers at all because he can get to the rim. Right. No problem. Yeah. You know, over time, Blake has developed a, a jumper and now a, you know, a three point shot. Yeah. Um. And and Ben will get Ben's twenty years old if I'm or nineteen right now. Yeah, I think he's I think he's probably twenty. Twenty got yeah, to be twenty. He's been two years now. He's got the bag. This guy has the goods. He has everything that yeah. that you need to be. He, he's got all star written all over. him. I agree, and especially in the East, that he could legitimately make the all star team this year because of the lack of stars in the East. Who, I, did, who could start at starting point guard in the East right now? Well, you got John Kyrie Wall, and Kyrie. Kyrie right. You know, Kyle Lowry's still probably going to be in the conversation. There's a lot of point guards that you'll start, but. But when it comes to like he could, he doesn't have to be listed as a point guard uh, to make the All Star roster. He could he could be listed as a power forward even, and make that roster. Um, but no, he's playing his ass off. Um, De'Aaron Fox is having a nice start to the season. Game winner game, last night. Game winner last night. His first game winner of his career, uh, which was nice. It was actually it wasn't like a layup or a no, dunk. It was, it was a, a pull up jumper with defense in his face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's that's confidence. Tatum in Boston is contributing big time. Jason Tatum. 
I honestly think that he's it's it the rookie of the year race right now in my opinion is is Simmons and Tatum. And that Tatum it. was your pre your pre draft pick. That was your Jason best Tatum. Pick. I've I've never seen a guy more calm with the ball in his hands um, as a, as a freshman at Duke, and then now as a rookie in the NBA, uh, playing against top opponents because he is getting a lot of minutes due to Hayward's injury, and he's handling it like a fucking man, like a pro. I can't I can't say that enough. Like he really is so, is so impressive. His efficiency rating right now is all through the roof. I think he's shooting like over 50% from the floor, hitting threes, playing good defense. Um, so and he's on, he's on the top team in the NBA. Boston. Ten and three. Ten in a row. Ten in a for row. For Boston, and he's a huge part of that. Um, I think I think he's looking fantastic. I do think that when it's all said and done, he may actually be the best player out of this draft. And uh, Simmons is in a different draft, right? right? So that's slightly different, but... Um, I, I do think that he's the most complete player I've seen come out of college in a long, long time. Agreed. And who would have thought that Boston would be on top? Everything's all fucked up in the NBA right now. Dude. Yeah, it's crazy. Everything is bass backwards, as my dad likes to say. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we got we got Boston, uh-huh. who's killing. Cle- Cleveland is is struggling, Drew. I mean, they're, they're still struggling. Tell them the stat of the week right now. The stat of the week is is the Cleveland Cavaliers this season have the worst defense in the history of the NBA. It's like, history, people. I, I can't get over it. Uh, so, like, there's there's been numbers thrown thrown out that I saw that they are allowing 115.7 points per game Unreal. on every game that they play. They're average. They're averaging 150 points scored against per game, which is insane. And I think there was, like, a 1989 or 90, like, Sacramento Kings team that was next with, like, 113. Um, so that is historically bad. And, they, and who would have thought? It's not LeBron's fault. Drew. Absolutely not. LeBron's doing everything this guy can. It's just their defense is so stagnant. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. And yeah. we can't keep saying, oh, well, we'll just wait for IT to come back. And we got to wait for, you know. Because he's still months out. He's months out. And LeBron, it's not like he's going to affect their defense. That no. dude, is he was like one of the worst defensive players all season last year. No, and, we, and, and I think, I mean, what's the record at right now, Drew? Four and seven. Four and seven. What is OKC? I mean, who would have thought OKC's record would be this bad? Oh, I think maybe actually. So four and seven is OKC. Pardon okay. me. I think the the Cavs are five and seven. But still, I mean, it, that's not much better. Uh, but yeah, you brought you bring up a nice point. Oklahoma City just lost to the Denver Nuggets last night, and Carmelo's return to Denver, his first game uh, as an Oklahoma City Thunder player in Denver. He had a nice game. He dropped twenty eight points. Melo did, but in a losing effort. And it was so strange to see that game. I watched the majority of that game last night after Houston beat uh, the Cavs in the doubleheader. And then that game started, and they came out the gate looking good. They were up by, like, I don't know, 15, 20 points in, like, the first quarter. And then I don't I, – I, so I think the problem with Oklahoma City, it's – it's uh, people will be quick to say that it's not enough ball, right, mm-hmm. not enough ball movement. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think that Russell, Mello, and PG – are doing a great job distributing the ball between themselves. They're getting the shots. Yeah, they're averaging right around the same exact shot numbers per game. I think they're all averaging uh, somewhere in 17 shots, uh, shot attempts per game. Uh, and they're, a lot of them are averaging, I think they're all averaging right around 20 points per game as well. Um, so what that says to me is that their bench is letting them down. They, uh, Which is key, man. And, and, is key. Yeah, exactly. So it's a, and they, I think they still have to figure out the rotation to allow for at least one of those three to be out there with a solid rotation, right? Because any one of those three can can run the game by themselves. If Russell's sitting and PG sitting, you can have Melo 
kind of run it or any like. Don't you think they should be have figured it out by now though? How, like, how long are we going to say? You know, it's still early in the season. It's right. still this. You can't begin your when the Clippers play OKC tonight. You know, and we're going. God, do I even have to talk about the Clippers, Drew? I think you do. Fuck, man. We went from the last podcast we had. We went from being number one in our division to being we're eighth right now. We're five and five. Yeah. Everybody's hurt. Beverly's out right now. Gallo's out right now. Is he still out? Is Gallo? Gallo Gallo is not playing tonight. Fuck. We're on. Yeah, we're on this this road trip where we're just. I just think we're we're getting manhandled. Yeah. You know, and we Blake's trying to do it all, and it's kind of what I see is like, especially in the West, Drew. If we drop, you know, five in a row right now, we go to five and ten. You know, we're gonna we're gonna be playing catch up the whole season, man. Yeah, the whole season, and we can't do that. No, uh, I think yeah. Well, I mean, I I would be surprised if you lose five in a row. Uh, I don't think I don't think that that's gonna happen. We don't look great, bro. We so, do not look great right now. The good news is that you actually have a better record than Oklahoma City. So if there is a if there actually, is a chance for you to get a win, it might be tonight. Might be tonight. Yeah, and and they're coming off a of back to back. Oklahoma's coming off a of back to back. So this is an opportunity for you good to get call, a win. Drew. This might be our night tonight. But what about again, one more team I want to talk about, Houston Rockets, no CP. These guys, no CP. James Harden. James Harden is the real deal. Goddamn. 35 10 10 and 5. That's what he had, one. and I, I saw a post today on Instagram that said the last person to do that was Michael Jordan in 1989. Wow, it was against the Clippers, if I'm not mistaken. It was against the Clippers. Damn it, I saw it. Danny Manning was out there. I remember that game? Yeah, I remember that game. Norm Nixon was out there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, so those those are. I mean, if you're if you're matching up with with MJ. Those are numbers that are, that need to be reckoned with. But they're playing great team basketball, Drew. Like Eric Gordon's having a really good year, and I think. CP might fuck it up. Like, it might fuck up. This I, I still don't know how they're going to introduce him to the roster. And I think it's the weirdest thing. You know, obviously, if he is hurt, which at this point you have to say he is hurt on right. some level or else he'd be out there. I don't know how they're going to reintroduce him to the squad. Because it's James Harden's team. It is. And I think Chris has re- has resigned to that fact. I mean, hopefully he's resigned to that fact. Because if he comes in and tries to make it his team, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. So two alphas don't work either, though. And and with James Harden putting up numbers like he has mm-hmm. been the last four games, why would you want the ball in anyone else's hands? And Eric Gordon too, Drew. Like right. Eric but, Gordon is is bona fide. Right, but Eric Gordon's getting open jump shots because James Harden's the one with the ball. Right, right. So they're running pick and rolls for James, and Eric Gordon's in the corner or whatever, and he's hitting shots. Eric Gordon, six man of the year last mm-hmm. year, he's hitting his stride the last two years, and um, I he's healthy. Yeah, I think the rotation that they have right now is really, really nice. It'll be interesting to see what happens when CP comes back into the lineup because I don't see it. I don't see it working. And you know, back to the Clippers really fast. Okay. I want to say something. Yeah, they interviewed uh, Austin Rivers this week, and Austin, yeah. where they were talking about how this is Blake's team now. Like yes, and Austin, they're all firmly said, behind Blake. They are one hundred percent as they should be. And Austin said that. Blake is more "quote unquote" approachable this year. What he said was last year in the locker room, the past couple years in the locker room. Whenever Chris and Blake and DJ and Lee, these guys would try to talk, no. it always ended up in an argument because you have two alphas. Right, but right. But Blake didn't really. Blake's really never found that in his personality to uh-huh. be the alpha, uh-huh. and so they kind of resorted to to Chris a lot. Yeah. But he says the vibe in the locker room is so much better, and Blake Blake now knowing that I'm the man of this team. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're giving him the ball way too much. I think we're relying on Blake a little too much. Right. But the one on one Blake, you're relying on the one on one Blake a right. little too much. But that's easy to do because he is he's I mean he's one of the best one on one players in the NBA as, as far as getting to the rim. He, there's nobody who can stop him from that back down spin move thing that he does. 
Um, and so I, I would understand that. But the, uh, when there's this is where Doc has to come in and draw up a play. Doc. Doc needs to draw plays up in crunch time that that help Blake get a good shot or help Blake feed the ball to DJ for a dunk mm-hmm. or kick it to a wide open. It's time to coach, Doc. Exactly. It's time to coach. So this is where Doc is really, especially now as they're losing, this is where Doc's got to catch up. One one thing we didn't touch on. Oh, no, do you want to no, one go. more thing on the go. Clippers? No, no, no. Okay. I'm done with the Clippers. We didn't talk about Eric Bledsoe. He is a Milwaukee Buck. Fuck. That is the biggest trade so far this season. Probably might be the biggest trade that we have the entire season. Under the radar, too. Greg Monroe mm-hmm. goes to the Phoenix Suns. Who's pissed. He's pissed. He should be pissed, but I think that he actually might get a buyout. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that in a second. But Eric Bledsoe now in- introduced to the Milwaukee Bucks team. I think that's going to be really, really beneficial for that team. Uh, he'll be able to bring the ball up, and then they'll be able and to get... And score points. And score, and rebound, and play good defense, mm-hmm. and, and, and all that stuff. But... Uh, the, having the ball in his hands and allowing the team to set up uh, Giannis to come off a screen and then get him in good scoring positions uh, to catch the ball in areas where you know he can attack. And it puts Della Vadova in a great spot because he's not an NBA starting point guard. No, he's, he's, the, he's one of the grittiest backups ever. Totally. Be a backup. And him coming in for Eric Bledsoe, will be. I think he's going to feel way more comfortable. Yeah. But... Watch out for Milwaukee people. Yeah. Like, they have a legit point guard and a legit team. They do. Yeah, this is huge. And Malcolm Brogdon, as well, is going to be either moved to the, the shooting guard or you know, he'll probably come off the bench, too. So they have they have a really solid roster now. Um, the last thing I want to mention is that I think Greg Monroe going to the Suns, he, he's going to get a buyout or trade it again. Um, and I think if he gets a buyout, I wouldn't be surprised if we have one of these top teams like the Cavs. Picking them up. Or Oklahoma City, who needs a backup center. Or or the Warriors even very good. The call. Warriors could always use. They don't get anything else. Drew. I'm just saying. No more to the Warriors. It's all those. It's all those uh, really savvy GMs out here who will be looking at Greg Monroe to help strengthen that bench. I do think Oklahoma City is a is a real destination. I take Cleveland. I think Cleveland should suppress that. Of course, yeah. no. I, yeah, I don't think Cleveland has the space, but because he has the buyout, they maybe can slide him under like the veterans minimum mm-hmm. kind of contract for the rest of the season. Once again. I am on my fifth cup of coffee, Drew. I'm on three. Sweating right now. Yeah, I got the coffee shakes. <laughs> hey, I want to talk about I want to talk about somebody uh-huh. that is just killing in the NBA right now. And I just think he's not liked by a lot of people. Who but is this, this? This dude's putting up numbers that I haven't seen in a long time. Who are we talking about? Boogie. Oh, DeMarcus Cousins. DeMarcus Cousins right now. I'm, the I'm a, silent assassin out there. Oh, he ain't silent. He's, he's always out there talking shit. But I want to talk about... What what the numbers this guy's putting up, Drew? Listen to me on this. Yeah, twenty nine points a game. Damn. Fourteen rebounds. Wow. Six assists <laughs> and two blocks. This guy's doing right now. That's MVP caliber numbers right there. Twenty nine and fourteen. <laughs> That's pretty. Holy shit! <laughs> right? Dude, he's killing it, man. Um, that team should be better than they are. Uh, they got two of the best big men in the game. Absolutely. They're, they're sitting at six and six right now, uh, and the eighth seed in uh, the West. But. Uh, the chemistry that, that DeMarcus and Anthony Davis has is something I couldn't have predicted. I thought that they were going to be in each other's way a lot more than they are. But uh, how is nobody talking about DeMarcus Cousins? Because they don't like, cause they don't like don't, DeMarcus. Nobody's talking about him, man. Those numbers are insane. A couple more stats I want to say, Drew, about Boogie. Yeah. Real quick. Uh-huh. Most total points in the NBA right now, okay? DeMarcus has? No, no, no. James Harden uh-huh. with 324. 
Giannis with 319. DeMarcus Cousin is third with 318. Wow. So he's third in, in total points total in the points. NBA. Wow. As far as rebounds go, uh-huh. okay, he's had two over 20 rebound games. Yeah. DeAndre had 24 in one game, and then DeMarcus had 23 and 22. I mean, these are just beast numbers. Those Drew. are huge numbers. And you threw out a stat to me this week that was interesting about yeah. a different player. Uh, I saw, I saw uh, God, it was like two days ago, uh, Andre Drummond, one of the perennial rebounders every year, one in the top two, three, four rebounders every season. Andre Drummond for the Detroit Pistons um, just recently got another 20-rebound uh, game and has equaled the amount of 20-rebound games that – Shaq had in his entire career already in That's Drummond's nuts. career. 35 20 rebound games That's over nuts. the course of Andre Drummond's season. Over Shaq? Over his career. And Shaq had 35 of those in his entire career. Dude, and Drummond's got another 10 years, dude. Yeah, and he's he's looking good. He's he's a nominee. His free for, throws got better, right? He's a nominee for Dunk of the Week this upcoming week, or this on next next Monday. He's a nominee for that. He had a nice dunk the other night. Uh, but yeah, dude, you just mentioned it. His free throw, he's he's revolutionized his free throw form. He was he it was, was busted. Dude. Yeah, it was like him and DJ were the worst free throw uh, shooters in the league, and now he has he has uh, readjusted his form. I think he's shooting in the seventy percentile. That's insane. Which which from like forty, he went from like forty or fifty percent all that. the way up to all the way up to seventy. And those can those can improve your numbers so much, Drew. Well, yeah. If you can get an extra four or five points yeah. a night at the line, dude. The other night he was fourteen of sixteen from see? the line. That's that's fourteen points he would have never had <laughs> last why season. He would have had seven. Why do you think uh, fucking James Harden gets yeah. is averaging those most? He gets to the line. James the most. Harden is very and he can good. Hit his free throws. Exactly. It's crazy. So I think these big men need a little more love, Drew. Yeah, Demar. So Drummond isn't having the season that we talked about, like numbers wise, like Demarcus. But his team is having a hell of a year, and they're playing to a system. And I think uh, Drummond is more than happy to be a part of that system. Uh, Detroit's eight and three. They're sitting second in the East right now. Uh, which is probably unheard of. One yeah. of the l- biggest surprises of the season Didn't is, think is, that was gonna is yeah, exactly. Them being uh, as good as they are, um, but yeah, dude, he shouts to Drummond. I mean, that means whoever was working with him, uh, the Clippers need to to get on board. Well, Van right? Gundy probably got on his ass. Whoever it is yeah, that right. helping him, get, I mean, DJ, go. Hey, get DJ's, his, DJ's doing all right too. Get bro. his number, man. Get his number. <laughs> Call him up. Hey, Drew. So we did really well with our giveaway last week, our first giveaway. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. Uh, we got a couple more books we want to give away, but we're going to have something new coming this week. Our, our fans of our show, good friends of ours mm-hmm. over at Soul Science. Soul Science. They're sending us just a, a package of antidote. Oh, yeah, that's our giveaway for this coming week, Yeah, right? man. We're oh, gonna, my God. They, first of all, this is an awesome company. Yeah. And if you're a sneakerhead or you're yep. a hooper or you just love shoes or you love cool new products yeah. that have to do with basketball, Yeah, uh, that's what we're going to be giving away this week. We're going to come up with a cool little contest. Uh-huh. We're going to put a little more thought into it. Yeah. And we're going to be doing a contest every week. But we're going to be giving away like bottles throughout the week. Bottles. Bottles on bottles. We're going to be popping bottles with uh-huh. these things. Uh-huh. Um, so look forward to that. Yeah. Sorry about that, guys. That's my boo. Yeah, that's not your phone. Don't Just worry. That was That's us. Um, Another thing we got coming up, guys, I want you to put this on your calendar, December 16th. What's going on? Baron Davis, Black Santa Company, Celeb Game that we're going to be putting on your favorite social media stars. We got former basketball players. We got NBA players. So that's December 16th. Where is it at? Santa Monica College. Okay. We're going to be talking a little more about this as as it's coming up. Yeah, sure. But I want all you guys to come. Drew's going to be there. I'm going to be there. Baron Davis is going to be there. 
Things are happening, so I want you guys to put that on your calendar. December 16th. Where is it at, Drew? Mark it down, Santa Monica College. Pretty Wait. sure Famous Los is going to be there, B-Dot's yeah. going to be there. Uh, you know, I, if my finger's cool better, event. I might even be playing a little bit. I don't know. Get your finger right first. It, it still looks like a burnt turkey sausage. Yeah, it does um, look great. <laughs> does not look like it's healing. The process is not looking right for this. Yeah, we need the Sixers uh, medical staff to be out here immediately if they could take a look at this finger. Hey, but we're coming back Monday. Yep. Another episode of Clips. Drew, this was episode 12? This was the. This was episode 12. Um, I'm going to call this the Terry Rozier episode. Oh, because he's actually doing some work for Boston. He is doing some work. Nice Episode 12, Terry we're Rosie. done. We're coming back to you on Monday. Yeah, we got uh, Beast of the Week on Monday. We got Dunk and Crossover of the Week, Cookies of the Week. So, yeah, stay tuned, baby. Stay tuned. We're ghosts. Later. Like Mount Vesuvius I'm about due to erupt Use it or I'm losing it They say I need to loosen up Tight, I'm well taught I must do the max like Gluteus Bonos diddly squat Smart Alec, I'ma do it up Trying to win her heart But not just cause she got the biggest butt Lovely from the start I don't believe in being